Welcome to a new episode of the Sunday Sauce, and uh, the Sunday Sauce really matters today because I have a real Italian guy here. He owns a business. He owns a wine business. He writes books. John Luca Rutora, what's up, man? Nothing. Thank you so much for having Dude, me. I listen, appreciate it. Yeah, man. This yeah, is man. Great, yeah, great place you know, too. Uh, I'm glad you came in. Um, Thank you. You know, you you presented me with some some gifts. Yes, no one yes. comes on this podcast and gives me gifts. Oh, I'm so not. let this be a lesson to my guests. Yes. Bring gifts. No, I'm just kidding. You're not bringing gifts. I'm joking. But uh, yeah, welcome, welcome to the show. Welcome to our studio. Beautiful. And uh, how's everything? Very good, very yeah. good. But just one thing, I don't know. I I won't come back unless you go to Italy. You can <laughs> promise me that. Listen, I don't hide that I've never been to Italy, you, you know. But I'm very cultured. I listen to I, you know, I understand the language. I listen to Italian trap rap. I love Italian. Do, yeah, do, yeah, do you yeah. like trap? Uh, Italian trap? Yeah, yeah. I uh, so I was actually just finished season five of Gamora. <gasps> you watch it? It's the best show ever. It's, it's incredible. It's Tell incre- me, it's better than The Sopranos. Oh, do you agree? Not, not even oh, close, bro. Thank you. Dude, when I say that, people no, want to crucify no, me. No, no, it's, it's the most realish. Like, people don't understand. It's one of the best written pieces. It's incredible. Acting, Wait, did writing. Did you watch La Immortal? Immortal is easy. Yeah, I, yeah. I saw it, I saw it uh, a few years ago when it came out. Right. I saw everything early because I go to Italy all the right, time right, and I right. get it there. Season five. But you have to watch it between season four and five. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah. To get the whole story about Tiro. Right, right, yeah. Wow. No, it's, Finally, it's, man. It's, it's incredible. I mean, look, The Sopranos is fine. It's not. But I just don't. Forget about whether you whether what you identify with more. Yeah. Just in terms of writing, I always found The Sopranos slightly choppy. And it's like fake. A mob yeah, boss I, 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 talking I, I, to a psychiatrist. Uh, I mean, that's not I real. I mean, it, it's interesting. It's interesting. It, it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But, but uh, you know, I mean, looking back, I never liked it. But looking back, you know, I, I uh, now that I have some free time, like on Sunday nights, mm-hmm. I watch it. I do appreciate it a little more, but I never, I never, so I'm not going to talk bad about it. No, that's what I was going to say. Make no mistake here. We're not saying The Sopranos is a horrible show. We're just saying. The acting is incredible. James Gandolfini is fucking one of the best. Edie Falco, she was the best one on the show. Oh, yeah, she was very good. Gamora is just. um, It's on another level. It's so real that Roberto Saviano is under 24-7 police protection. Yeah. Because that's how real that show is, and yeah. it's expired. I mean, I don't know about the later seasons, but the first two seasons yeah. are inspired. Well, you saw by the movie fifteen years ago. Oh, right? oh so good. No one even knew. No one. Even, well, no. you know, you know what's really interesting. The reason why, um, this is really important to know. The reason why it works so well. Now, obviously, they exaggerate a lot. I mean, mm-hmm. in, in Naples, no one's getting killed no, every no. three seconds. Yeah, yeah, right. But right. it's a movie. You have to, it's like a show. You got to right, compress right. it. But what what's really important and this actually ties into another great movie uh came out in 1960 called mafioso with alberto saw that amazing so good they reissued in 2007 yes 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 so the reason why it's so important and i talk about this is to really understand mafia you have to understand the culture because a lot of our problems are actually cultural and i know nowadays you're not allowed to talk about that but it is true Mm -hmm. and i'll definitely talk about it my for my own culture so i have ethnic immunity right but (laughs) exactly right so but a lot of the problems in italy are cultural Mm -hmm. and uh, you'll see it even more so in the south where our families are from right that they don't have in the north and uh there's a lot of manipulation a lot of control corruption everything's corrupt everything's everything's tit for tat Mm -hmm. and petty in naples alone the camorra ruined that pretty much ruined Naples with the toxic waste and the garbage right, and everything because yeah, they yeah. took over everything right, over. Right, yeah. So you know. But one thing I do want to say, and again, that's where my family's from. Yeah. It's it's it, you know if you take away the the murdering and the and the drugs, a lot of r- common folks in Naples, the way they have a conversation is aggressive and yeah, combative. The course, same way they do in Gamora. Everything's yeah. well, you say this and I do this and he goes like this and I go like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, territorial disputes between neighbors. I have family. They own a lot of land. Uh, my yeah. wife's family owns a lot of land. You should see the BS they pull with, oh, he buys this land and I'm going to do this. And I'm, It's just, it's, it's in like, the blood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's just, listen, I know, uh, it's so funny because like, um, 
when I had girlfriends, not like whatever, they would always be like, if they weren't Italian, they'd be like, why are you, why are you? Family always yelling. I was like, oh, you know, that's yeah, uh, yeah, I mean, that's yeah, just, yeah. just how we talk. I mean, yeah, you know, yeah. what, what do you want me to tell you? But you know, I yeah. did. I did realize, you know, trying to get better all the time. I do look at bad part. But you know what's interesting? My father's family's from Calabria. Mm-hmm. Ndrangheta. Ndrangheta. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're actually extremely quiet. Well, yeah, because the exact every, well, because everyone is you're born into that, right? Yeah, so yeah, uh, yeah. unlike the Camorra and the Sicilian mafia, where you're, you you know you get become a made man, you got to yeah, prove yeah, yourself. Yeah. Basically, you're just bored. You're born into Nadrangata, and then it, you're so afraid to rat on your family. That's yeah, why yeah, these guys yeah, are yeah. so quiet. Yeah, but even yeah. quiet culturally, like uh, when they're eating dinner, it's it's. Uh, how do you like the pasta? Yeah. And when I when I took my wife there, uh, she's from born near Naples too. Yeah. Uh, my mother and wife are actually from the province of Salerno. Okay. And um, when she went down there, she was shocked. She's like, I can't. I can, we can hear each other chew. Yeah. And that's unheard of in the south of, course, of Italy, yeah, you know? Yeah, sure. I can only imagine a Sicilian household uh, uh, yeah. on a Sunday down Don't there. Forget. I know yeah, it's yeah, probably yeah. crazy. But um, in Vino Veritas, you own this. Did you own this wine shop? It's yeah. a family business. Yes. And is, did I read this right? It's the oldest wine shop in New York it is be- City or the or it's, New York. It's State. believed to be the first one in Manhattan after Prohibition. Okay, so okay, so we'll go after yeah. Prohibition. It's the first wine yeah, shop in Manhattan, right? Okay. And what we did, my father took it over in 1997. So right now we're celebrating 26 years. Salute. Uh, thank you so much. And he, uh, it was a typical shabby neon lit store which right. looking back now also has its charm like a typical wine right yeah, yeah like, but yeah. back then there was only like five somewhat good looking wine stores in the city that had any kind of good selection so he totally revamped it uh, i can explain later about my father who he was but uh we, we did a different approach we made it look like a real jewel and when what we unearthed was like 50 feet at least of uh, stained glass from the 1800s wow so we took it out, we cleaned it, we inserted our name, um, and the store really looks like it's been there for a uh, hundred years. And most importantly, when you come in, because it's family owned and because our grandfather was a winemaker and olive oil maker mm-hmm. by by profession, mm-hmm. we actually know what we're talking about. We were we used to be in the restaurant business, so it's very important that we provide not only that family experience but that knowledge experience, which is almost impossible in any wine store, any place in America. You see this book? He wrote this twenty years ago. And there's handwritten illustrations in it. Thank you. Yeah, I, I mean, updated. I updated it in, uh, four years ago, so it's got a little extra stuff in it. This this, this book ha- has, let's see, how many pages? Hundred and forty something pages yeah. of just wine knowledge and yeah. maps and. It's the easiest way to learn wine. I mean, everything's. It's like Look a kid drew it. You know. Wow. It's it's you know you you know obviously this guy knows his stuff. Thank I you. I don't know about wine, but I would go to your shop. Oh, thank you. I wouldn't go to any. You know, there's really no, in, where I live in Bay Ridge. There's no like. Um, there's no like wine culture, I guess, yeah, because yeah. it's all like bars and, and yeah. you know, you know. But you're in the Upper East Side, right? So right, it's yeah. a little bit more swankier yeah. and whatever. Yeah, yeah. And the people yeah. will, will be a little more interested, and they'll be and they'll spend a little more. Also, a little more. Right, well, right. things have changed since COVID. Well, we should that's talk, true. We could we'll talk get into about that. that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, what's your most expensive bottle of wine there, and, and where is it from? I, I, I get your, that question. Yeah, I, w- I, I can't even. I, honestly, I, honestly, right now I can't think. Well, but give me one of them. that's pretty pricey. You can't think of it off your head? Well, we, we, we have the, the very well-known ones that people always look for, yeah, like yeah. the Tignanello, Sassicaia, or what, Nelaya. Or something like that. Those, those, those are like, you know, you can, you're talking about $300. We don't have the wines that are thousands of dollars because we're also in a very family right. area. So yeah, they're you, not you, are, you Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, the, the collectors, they'll go to like Sotheby's for that kind of right. stuff. Right, they'll go for yeah, auctions yeah, or yeah. whatever. What, so what makes a wine... $300. Talk to me. I don't know about wine, so okay. tell me. What makes wine like that expensive? So so quite a few things. One, no matter what, is marketing and right. demand. But age too, right? Uh, yes. Okay, just yes. making sure. In, right? in some yeah. cases, right. yes. Right. So um, 
I mean, it's got to be somewhat good. Now, I don't think most wines are necessarily worth it, but even if it's okay, it's going to be very good. If you're going to spend a few hundred dollars on wine, you're not going to get a... Uh, can I curse? Yes, of no, course. You're not going to get a curse. shitty wine. Yeah, of course. You know, it's going to be somewhat good. Now, is it worth $500 or 800 Probably not. But I'm talking retail, not... Um, not what you get it for. Not Or, or what the restaurants right. charge. Or the restaurants yeah. charge, yeah. Because yeah. they really go... Because they don't make money on food. They make money on the wine. Right, because it's like $18 a glass, but the bottle's probably $18, right? R- right, yeah, like at, that. The, at yeah, the very so least. At least, exactly. Very, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. that's why when you sit at a restaurant, you don't order wine. They're like, these mother. <laughs> they get so mad. They even even mixed food. drinks at restaurants are expensive as oh, well. I mean, like, of course. you know, I can go to the liquor store and buy a bottle of Tito's for $24, yes. but I'm spending $18 on a, a Tito's drink. and club. Yeah. And you get like 100 drinks out of that Tito's Magnum. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's, so it's it's whatever. I mean, it is what it is. No, they have, they need, they need nice to do time. it. No, yeah. they need to do it. Well, no. actually, and I explain in Wine Made Easy, uh, the costs that go into things, when you actually look into it, you think you're making the money. You think the winery's making the money. At every level, it's being taxed. Yeah, <laughs> the, no. The biggest partner yeah, yeah, yeah. Would, would be the government making the money. So, um, you know, in Canada, like something, I heard, I think like two-thirds of the cost of a bottle is for taxes. Well, yeah, so I can actually, I've been in Canada many times, especially mm-hmm. Montreal, to play hockey and stuff. And uh, the taxes there are insane. are insane. I actually, uh, this Uber driver, he's a retired like, I guess, Montreal, like the financial district, I guess it was our Wall Street equivalent. Uh-huh. He told me when he was working, he made like 160 grand Canadian, but after taxes, it was literally like 70. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, yeah, like yeah. That's because they have free health care, you know, free health care for all yeah. and free school for all. Uh-huh. So a lot of that, right. you know, so yeah, you're, you're well, 100% Well, it's interesting right. to know it and not, not to argue for or against because I don't do that, but... In, in my area, it's called Hospital Land. They're full of hospitals. Yes. You got Lenox yeah. Hill, you so, got Presby, all yeah. that stuff. Before right? the pandemic, yeah. I, I was seeing like a thousand different people a week when, when there were a lot of tourists. And actually, a chunk of them were medical tourists, and a lot of them were for can- from Canada. Because mm-hmm. even though it's free, they wouldn't be able to get access to certain uh, treatments and procedures right, right, right. that they could in the United States. Right. So that, that that's all opens up a whole other discussion. Well, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's, it's funny you said that because... Uh, a lot of um, I play I'll play hockey on some of these a lot of Hasidic Jewish guys and they're from Canada mm. and they moved here and mm. they would tell me the same exact thing like even though our healthcare is free we, uh, we yeah. still used to have to come here right, yeah. to get certain procedures uh, uh, yeah. because they just don't cover it so it's pretty it's pretty wild yeah well no, it's just it's a basic economic principle I yeah. mean, you make something free you're gonna make it scarce. <laughs> true, true. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I don't see you giving away any free wine. No, 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 yeah. no, no. We're not giving. Well, away sometimes wine. we do. Yeah, yeah. A little yeah. sample. <laughs> so now. We go to, so you're, you know, you're having a successful business, all of a sudden COVID comes, right? Yeah. How does like a wine, I mean, because a lot of people are in the house are just drinking. Right, this. yeah. Like, so were you doing like delivery only? Would you have an online store? Like what, what, what's going so on? So my situation happens to be a little particular mm-hmm. and quite sa- uh, sad. I don't, I don't know if you know this part. So we were, we, at the very beginning of COVID, we were doing insane business. Like right. Thanksgiving business. Like right, the right. Business. Uh, unfortunately, I had to close for for it, so I wasn't able to to kind of capitalize r- capitalize on right. it, and then and then really pay off bills because a lot of people think a business is making money. They, there's a room in the back where they just no. dive into it like Scrooge McDuck. <laughs> you need to pay off bills, but uh, unfortunately, I had to because to close because not only did I almost die from the virus, but my father did die from it. Oh, sorry to hear that. Yeah, and um, I was taking care of my mother who's uh, paralyzed from a stroke. While my wife was pregnant, by the Jesus way. Jesus Christ. With my kid, too. So you so, went through it. So, I, I yeah, it was... It was so and, you had no choice. I had no choice. I didn't want my brother who works with me or my workers to get it, so I actually had to close. Uh-huh. When I was about to reopen, my wife was about to give birth to the second kid uh, who was born in the same hospital right where my father died, which was, which was insane, by the way. But 
That's um, pretty crazy. But then, then the riots happened, and I had to right when I was about to open, I had to close anyway. In 2020. So we were, yeah, we were closed for. Did four they even months. come up that far? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. I remember when we were boarding up, there was a guy standing there because there were protests just during the waiting. day. waiting. With a two by four, just staring at me, and wow. I saw in his eyes, thinking, should he attack me or not? This is why I believe all business owners should have concealed carry, but yeah. that's another story. Go on. So, so well, <laughs> yeah, 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 so, yeah. so it was it was very interesting, you know, to to to, to go through that. So the 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 business that we could have seen, we didn't see. Right. And unfortunately, now a lot of people don't know this. People, you know, there's all kinds of slogans. And New York is back. Unfortunately, it's I'm not here. Back. It's not back. No, I'm here to back. tell you, it's not back. The tourism isn't as back as much. Some restaurants are doing well, and that's great. But for instance, well, I have I have a lot of cousins who have restaurants. One of them has it in Midtown. It's a ghost town. Yeah. They used to rely on the offices, and people haven't even went back to the. Well, offices. a lot of a lot of businesses are um, closing their offices because they realize why are we paying yes. three hundred thousand dollars a month for, for yeah. this office when only three people come in exactly. a day. It doesn't it doesn't make any yeah. sense. So they're going fully remote. I don't have that luxury at my job, but you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah but yeah, it's well, well, that, but that, that not only affects the building owner, that affects the restaurants, the shoe shine guys, the deli Everybody. guys, the hotels. So down in this lobby of yeah. this building, um, they had a coffee shop closed. Oh, there you go. They, the shoe shine guy and the haircut guy, they had to make their businesses smaller. Mm. So I mean, like, it, so it definitely affects everybody. Uh, no, a hundred percent. And yeah. I, I'm, I hope I'm wrong, but I'm usually not with these things. Uh, I, I predict. A lot of worse things, not not because of, of of any certain political side, but you know, we I mean, we, we don't have a real currency. It's, it's all make believe. The true, and also yeah. be not even be political crime in the city is just out, out of control. control. It doesn't matter if you're right, yeah. left, no. but just you just see in the news every day. Like you know, it's it's crazy, and, right. and it's it's it makes business owners and tourists intimidated to even. Right. Open their business, yeah. Like, and I, like I, you said, when they yeah. were rioting, you closed your business down. So I, I, yeah. so I, I'm on a personal level. I grew up in Manhattan, and and I was already out outside playing. Like I was born in '78. Yeah. I'm much older than you are. Yeah. Uh, and 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 like in the early '80s, I was already outside with my brother. And back then, I'm I have to say, I you know I was doing little kid shit, writing graffiti, doing yeah, but so whatever. Most of my friends were you could you can't say this now. They were bums, but they were actually very wise bums. Now they're insane. The difference with the crime then, like during Dinkins, at one point it was like 14 times more dangerous mm -hmm. to have been in New York in the early 90s than it was during the Iraq War. Right. <laughs> it's actual statistic. I, I, yeah, I, that I, I, I did it myself. I, I, I believe but you. There was, almost, there was like 2,300 murders. But back then it was, hey, I, I hold a gun to your head. Give me your watch. I take your watch and I leave. Yeah. They wouldn't kill you. Right. Now, right. for right. instance, a year ago, my friend's friend, the one who got shot on the train, he, that was him. He got killed for what? no reason. It's just like, oh, you're wearing a black shirt? Uh, okay, boom. Yeah. For no reason. Yeah, yeah. So now people have lost their minds. Well, the mental health. Is, it, right. So I, I was uh, FDNY EMS for five years. Oh, wow. So I was so starting. Well, I was an EMT since 2013. I worked uh -huh. at Flushing Hospital first in Queens and then EMS. But when I started working in Manhattan, my whole career for FDNY, I personally saw the downfall of this borough mm -hmm. under the hands of Mayor de Blasio. And mm -hmm. that's just universal fact. Everyone mm -hmm. agrees. Mm -hmm. Mayor de Blasio is the worst mayor ever. We all mm -hmm. know this, whatever. But the the mental health crisis here in this city is insane. Yeah. It's insane. And when I used to take patients to Bellevue, because that's where the... They psych, didn't the they open is, up Bellevue and let them out or something? So, yeah, essentially, yes. You would bring them there, and then literally an hour later, they'd be back on the street. Like, Which up? is doing a disservice to them, by the way, too. Yeah, of course. In, in, in yes, of course. Yeah, yeah I, I agree with you. Like, you need to. But the problem is that these doctors see the same freaking flyers all the time, so mm -hmm. they're just like, 
give this guy his pill and get mm-hmm. him the fuck out of here, you know? So it's like, whatever. Well, to get not to get into a whole lo- lengthy discussion, but yeah. there, 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 there is a way we can go around it. One is actually just to admit the problem. Right. Which we're living in a, in a culture where you can never admit what you see. Right. But that's a whole other story. But, it, uh, it, you know, you mentioned the pharmaceutical industries. You know, there are, I don't know if you experienced this, uh, they're, they're looking into microdosing psychedelics. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I sure. And it's actually that. curing people. No, I'm, 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 I'm all about yeah, it. Uh, but of yeah, course, yeah, you know, yeah. and this gets into the whole, well, you know, people are invested in this. Forget about the pharmaceutical companies. Even your average Joe is invested in a pharmaceutical company. What are they going to do? Am I going to lose my stock in that? What about stem cell therapy? You know, if these things can help, they cured HIV with stem cells. Really? They would like some the third person. Uh-huh. It, it's dangerous, but they literally ridded them of HIV. So there's a lot of things to look into. There's there's yeah. also uh, even our energy thing. You know, uh, th- you know this is why you have to be careful of which side you choose because at the end there's liars on both. If you say you know the oil the oil people are Republicans and the, and the new energy solar is um, wind turbines is, is, or whatever. is, is left wing or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At the end of the day, you know there, there's I don't know if you heard of something called zero point energy. It's it's harnessing the energy that is already existing. For mm. for a long time, people believed that there, everything is empty space, but now they're finding that it actually exists. If you can tap into that and get free energy, I mean that would change everyone's lives for the better. But not necessarily the people who are profiting off of burning something. Whether it would be solar or whether it would be oil, both sides would have to admit that maybe we should lose a little to gain a lot for everyone. Factual, yeah. I, I agree with you. And then, um, so speaking of uh, like fake stuff and. You know, I saw on Italy they are banning lab-grown meat. Did you see that? No, oh, yeah. Oh my god. Why would you? First of all, uh, I, I've never been there, but I'm pretty sure everything's farm to table in Italy, right? Okay. Most. Well, most, that's well, changing a lot. It's changing. The, well. the, the 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 bucolic view of Italy. Yeah. That is changing. Believe it or not, I mean, I I uh, you wouldn't believe. Um, how, when you walk into a supermarket, how many frozen aisles there are, and I'm walking oh, wow. around I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? Right, right. It's things that I predicted. I used to tell people in the 80s and 90s and early, I'm like, this is going to happen, this is going to happen. I'm like, oh, I'm not say bad. I'm like, no, try, listen, I know, you know? So it, it's obvious, and and one of the reasons why is because the culture has been destroyed, and when you destroy the culture, it's easily to, I mean, they don't even have Sunday dinners, and we're talking about the Sunday oh, right, sauce. Right. And there's another thing I predicted. It's it's just like America. It's a part-time nation and a roommate nation. Mm-hmm. Most people, if they have jobs, are working part-time and living with roommates. They're not having the family dinner. They have brunch because they want to do American. Everything is American. They want to do everything American. So now they're not eating dinner with family. They eat what they can afford at like a mess hall almost. And they're eating like bagels and lox like we do here, which there's nothing wrong with that. I like bagels and lox. But so a lot of the culture is changing. But yes, it still has a hold. uh, There still is a hold, uh, an agricultural component to Italy. That I will say America has been shifting towards too. A lot of Americans have been realizing, hey, we used to be a country that produced everything. Right. I don't, and right. that's great. I, I, I think, I think we I, should. I, I do see an influx of more farm-to-table restaurants popping yes. up, like yes. in Manhattan and you know some parts of Brooklyn. Yeah. So I mean, that's good. Yeah. Farm-to-table's good. I got nothing wrong with that. No, I, th- I think it's great. I, yeah. I, it gets into a whole another dis- discussion of also though, which it, which is very important. You mentioned like um, uh, fake the fake meat. Yeah. Well, a we're we're trying to. Grow, we're trying to make foods that look and taste like the foods we're not supposed to eat, which is amazing. So why don't you just eat the fucking thing you're not supposed to eat, <laughs> which is more natural. That's the second thing. And, yeah. and it gets into a whole other discussion of agriculture. You know, I, 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 it doesn't have to be an either-or approach. I think it could be an and-all where meat should be included, not only to regenerate the soils, but also to eat them for ourselves because meat is, is actually healthy. But 
I don't, I don't know if you, you know this, a lot of our soil has, has lost a lot of the nutrients. We only have about 60 harvests less. Mm. So we're depleting it. And believe it or not, one of the ways to bring back those nutrients into the soil is not only to, yes, plant more green, but to use animals as, as parts of regenerative agriculture because having animals is one of the most natural things you can have. Most of our land in the world is not able to be used to farm. Hmm. So we need animals, but we don't need industrial farming where you have, you know, a million of them locked up like it's a camp. Right, no, no, you want just yeah. like, like so, a nice cow farm, right, yeah, yeah. you know. So I think, I think a lot of people need to let go of whatever ideology they're holding on to. I just would to never eat any fake meat impossible burger by the way the pandemic i think the pandemic killed that stuff because it came out right before like a year or two before the pandemic and people were pretending to be into it Mm -hmm. but i think the pandemic i think it just wiped that momentum away and now people are you don't hear impossible burger that much no i mean like some fast food restaurants have it but i would never ever listen i grew up eating meat i'll never be a vegan i'll never be a vegetarian i don't care listen if that's your choice good for you Great. This is America. Yeah. We can do whatever we want here. It's the land of the free, right? Sometimes. But anyway, yeah. so... Uh, well, the plant-based foods that they're making are actually made in a plant, an actual factory. <laughs> That's not so natural, you know? It's so funny because, like, most of these vegan people are all, like, you know, pro-anti-animal, like, anti-animals, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But, like, dude, you're you're eating, like, literal stuff made in a lab from like mm-hmm. gross gross things like who know. even knows where that stuff comes from no. well first of all and, and this is not against vegans i just want to have a, a good conversation yeah. because i love animals i used to i used to when i used to live in the bronx in a really dangerous neighborhood in the 90s when i used to go to fordham i used to rescue animals and i used to with my own money by the way and spent thousands of dollars taking the shelters um i love all animals but you know vegan agriculture isn't without death you you are killing bugs you, even if you use natural insecticides, mm-hmm. copper and stuff like that, you are killing pests. Well, are they not as worthy as animals? I guess not. So, I mean, so which, where do we draw the line? So there is no such thing as, as deathless meal. If you eat, something is dying no matter what. They want us to eat insects now, too, by the uh, way. I know, yeah, yeah. I'm not into that. No. Al- although shrimp is an insect. True, I don't eat uh, shrimp, uh, though. Oh, so you, know, you don't eat shrimp? No, nah, I can't. Because of that? Or no, 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 no. Well, number one, I have... Uh, I have something called hyperkalemia. It's when you, you're born with too much potassium in your blood. Uh. So you got to stay away from basically all kinds of fish, sushi, oh, wow. uh, citrusy fruits. Shit. Yeah, and I can only pretty much eat broccoli. It's the only vegetable that's not high in potassium. Wow. But a lot, obviously, tomato sauce has it, but we have to, you know, pick and choose our battles here. Wow. Yeah, yeah. And steak has some potassium and chicken, but it's not as much as, as seafood. It's, it's way less. Wow. Yeah, yeah. So there you go. You learn something new every day. Wow. So no seven fishes for me. No seven fish. Wow. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. We wow. do. We just do like lasagna and stuff on Christmas Eve. Wow. Interesting. The whole wow. family suffers. But, but you have eaten seafood before. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Uh, I, you I like didn't it? know about it. Uh. Yeah. It's all right. You know. Yeah. I mean. I. My mom used to trick me. You know. Typical Italian moms. Oh, this is a chicken cutlet. I mean, it was flounder. It was flounder. Yeah. 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 So my mom used to do that a lot. Like, oh, we're having chicken cutlet tonight. I bite into it. I'm eating flounder. Oh wow. What I, I, I had flounder a few days ago. I love it. You no. know, fried flounder. No, it was pan fried. Oh, for my kids, fried. it was, oh, yeah, it was yeah. baked. But for me, baked. it was fried. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, if you grow up in a Thai household, you don't eat what's on the table. You uh, either yeah. get in a smack or you stay in there uh, until you eat it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> Tell me about it. Yeah. Right? I know. I know. You can't disrespect your mother like that. I know. So, um, but back to the wine, right? Yes. So, 
you got you got this lovely old looking wine place. Do you guys make your own wine or no? No, we never got no. Into that. no. Well, my family doesn't. Right? Really. No, your family. Yeah, has, no, but, but you don't. The no, store does not. There, you know, one of the most regulated industries in America is the alcohol industry. Uh, yeah. Well. Shortly after, like nuclear energy. <laughs> it's but, right behind it. But but <laughs> yeah. it, someone told me it's like quite close. But yeah. so uh, I'm actually not allowed to be involved in any other activity involved with alcohol. Why? Under my name. The liquor authority is quick to shut down all these clubs in the city, but they won't shut down these yeah. illegal liquor stores. I, I, huh? I know. Yeah, no, it's really sad. I didn't know about that. That's very interesting, actually. Yeah. I know yeah. the, li- obviously. Well, the, look at the li- illegal weed stores. Well, that's that's ridiculous. Yeah. I know. Yeah. I, I have about three in my neighborhood. Uh, one just got raided because they thought it was cool to go on Instagram and literally post a clear garbage bag of weed. Wow. And uh, the sheriff came and said, nah, we're good. We're wow. going to shut you down. Wow. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah, people are brazen out there with their with their weed stores. Um, there's literally probably only three legal weed stores in all of New York City. No, uh, yeah, yeah. There's one in Midtown, and then I don't know where the other ones are. You, you mean the one in Astor Place, or you, or is it Astor Place? I think it's Astor Place. Where's the one where the guy went to jail for weed, and then he got out, and they 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 so basically what they're doing is the state is prioritizing mm. yeah, uh, yeah, weed yeah. licenses to yeah. people who were locked up for weed yeah. and got out. You mm-hmm. know. Listen, I don't agree you should be locked up for weed. Like, that's just the dumbest thing. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, that's just... My, my, my brother, actually, when he was 18, mm-hmm. he, he made a mistake. He literally had an ounce on him. Oh, wow. And they li- he lived in Jersey. He still lives in Jersey. And, like, you, you would think uh, they were arresting... Uh, 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 mm. Bro, cop, five, yeah. six, seven cop cars, dogs... It, it was a joke. This is for one ounce of wheat, by the wow. way, in New Jersey, in Freehold, New Jersey. They have nothing better to do. Wow. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty crazy. Just, just let weed be legal, man. Just, just, just don't sell it to the children, uh, yeah, and yeah. then that's it. You know. Yeah. You know what I mean? You, in, you do. You into the weed? I mean, I don't. I, I you don't, don't dabble. Do yeah, I mean, once in a while, I guess. Whatever. I'm not. I'm. You know, it, it's fine. I love. I love the smell of it. By the way, you like really? It's, it's my favorite you smell. Love the, the smell world. of I the lo- ganja. Yeah, huh? yeah, I love it. I mean, I don't want yeah. it every every time. I'm now it's every corner, and I can't even. Well, yeah. So I don't like that. But I hate cigarette smoke. But yeah, I yeah. love. Oh the yeah, smell of weed. I, I agree. I rather smell weed smoke yes. any day than cigarette smoke. Yeah. My dad smokes. I, I, he's he's an animal. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, so in Italy. Oh, speaking of smoking, why does everyone smoke cigarettes in Italy? Or is that a myth? No, no, they, they definitely... Literally they, every show or reel no, I watch, everyone's smoking cigarettes. Oh, oh, in Europe, too, you know... Oh, it's in, a European thing, right. right yeah, yeah, yeah. What's yeah, interesting, yeah. so I had to stop smoking cigarettes in, in uh, 1998. I actually quit Halloween. It was the hardest thing I ever did mm-hmm. because I had to have four sinus surgeries. I couldn't breathe. And I, this is before they made it illegal to smoke in 2003 in New York. So for a few years, I, I didn't go out as much because I couldn't breathe. And it was made worse in Italy. The funny thing about this is that in Italy, a country where they just don't obey laws, for some reason they obey that law. When they put, when they said you can't smoke around the same time they did it in New York, they actually, they oh, actually, in the, in the restaurants, yeah, they oh, actually yeah, yeah, obeyed yeah. it. I, I was surprised. Hmm. I used to have anxiety. I was like, man, I can't, I can't go there anymore. I mean, I, I mean, it makes it makes sense. I mean, I'm I'm definitely for banning smoking in any public place because yeah, yeah. you you're, you're killing people yeah. secondhand. And they say, oh, that's the smoking section. Yeah, but I can fucking breathe it, dude. Know? That's like in c- yeah. casinos when you go to Vegas. They're still smoking like oh really? Like yeah, come on, bro. I mean, th- we're done here. Stop smoking cigarettes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, in New York New York State, one pack of cigarettes is like thirty two dollars. I know. I know. I know. I need a can you imagine? You need a fucking mortgage. Can you imagine? I know. I know. Yeah. You smoking? How much money would you spend on cigarettes in these days? Well, but, well, you know, when I quit. Smoking, it was. I remember it was still two fifty a pack, and they just boosted it up to like two eighty or something. Right. And then, um, well, but that, that's an interesting. I don't want to get into it too much, but no. it's, it's interesting because they raise the taxes on cigarettes to discourage the consumption of it. Right. But using that logic, 
why are you raising taxes on other things, thinking it won't discourage other activity? But that's that's like a drinking on anything. Yeah. I mean, if I mean, if you're saying you know, there's arguments that raising taxes won't hurt an economy, but you're trying to hurt the cigarette economy by raising taxes. So which one is it? So I see, I'm torn. I'm with you on that because like this is a free country, and yeah. like you know, cigarette companies are allowed to make as much money yeah. as they want. So to kind of show bias on them, I mean, it's gross, but at the same time, you're you're affecting their business, their American yeah. dream, which they're entitled yeah. to make as much but money I, as I'm they please. But I'm just arguing about, like, the people who impose the taxes. Yeah, no, nah, I know. Yeah, you go ahead. Yeah. Make it $100 a pack, but you're trying to do it so it hurts their, the, it hurts the, pr the production and right. sale and consumption right. of the cigarettes, but why would you do that to a little guy who's trying to sell coffee or a little guy? What? You're do you just said it, it, you're going to hurt the cigarette business. Well, you don't think you're hurting the guy selling coffee on the corner? Or, right, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's factual. It's factual. Yeah, I, I would never ever. First of all, I never smoked cigarettes never in my smoked? life. Uh, it's disgusting. And, it's, and I would never. I can't fathom spending thirty four dollars on a pack of cigarettes mm -hmm. to kill yourself. No, yeah, right, I tell yeah, my yeah. dad this all the time. He's stubborn, Sicilian. He knows what's me. No, it's it, it's it's very hard to quit, man. It's yeah, but in Italy, no. They so they they do they do smoke, and it's obviously it's also a cultural thing. Yeah, it, uh, it has been stopping, but. Uh, I, I don't know if they throw in different chemicals in their mix, so maybe it's a little less dangerous than the ones true, here. True, true, true. I know a lot of people in Italy roll their cigarettes, too, like they natural tobacco. I'm stuff. trying to think. Uh, maybe. Yeah, I know uh, a, lot of my, yeah. a lot of my, like, because my friend, my friend Luca, who, uh, he he went, he's from Italy, too. He went there, he went back, and he said he's no, he thought people were, like, smoking joints, but they're actually Smoke, yeah. rolled. Well, they actually do a big thing about them. They actually, when they do smoke weed, they mix it with, right. with a tobacco. A spliffy. Yeah, yeah. No, they, we they, call they, it a spliff. I don't know what they, they call it. They mix it. They mix it with uh, weed. With weed, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, you know, they actually sell half packs too in Italy. They sell t uh, ten pack cigarettes. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. I wonder what the tax is on those cigarettes. Oh well, what's interesting is when we used to travel to Italy, the, the, the two thing, the two things they wanted people to bring were Levi's Levi's jeans, because uh, right. it used to be like thirty dollars here, and back then it was like a hundred dollars there, and cigarettes. But now that the taxes are so much here, people don't even want the cigarettes because it used to be much more expensive to buy cigarettes in Italy than here. Um, and the same thing like with the gasoline, but now our prices are fast approaching. Well, well cigarette smuggling was huge in the 80s oh, for the yeah. Camorra. They, yeah. Those guys were yeah, like yeah, 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 the yeah. kingpins, mm -hmm. man, of smuggling cigarettes, man. It's like Well, the biggest, I the biggest cigarette shit I used to see was I used to live in Paris, and they would smoke with a dog next to them out in an outdoor cafe. What, they would take a bite and smoke a cigarette. Like, this is awful. Ugh. Disgusting. So and you, I love French food, which the Italians created, by the way. I don't know if you know that. I didn't know that. Yeah, Tell so me. The, 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 the Medici, I think it was Catherine de Medici, brought her chefs. They didn't create the whole cuisine. Obviously. Nowadays, you say one wrong thing, they want to crucify you. But they basically, look, if it's not Italian, either an Italian made it or they influenced it. But the Italians definitely have a huge hand in creating French cuisine. Um, I feel like it's a little similar, too. It can be. I mean, there's a lot more sauces yeah, and some of the yeah, techniques yeah, yeah, are different. Yeah. But... Um, and it's definitely more meat-based. Uh, yeah, it's like always stick, stick, yeah, stick, yeah, stick, yeah. stick. Which, which yeah. I love. I yeah. love. Who doesn't? Uh, I, I love. Palm steak. frites. Oh, Come love, on. I love it. So my good. favorite thing. One of my favorite things. I can eat that every day. What's? Do you have a good French French restaurant here that you would go to? Uh, there aren't so many that, that that are good. I mean, besides a really high-end one, um, there used to be. I haven't been in years. A family-owned one. New York used to have a gr all, so many great family-owned ones, which which were the real ones to go to. One of the few remainings, I haven't been in years, so I don't know if it's good. It's called La Mirabelle on uh, West 86th Street. That's French. Yeah, it's in a townhouse. I haven't been in... Oh, interesting. I haven't been in hmm. five years. Hmm. They have this old, like, lady who goes there and sings, and it's, uh, it's, it's great. 
I like the French language. I think it's sexy. Oh, it's beautiful. Yeah, if like a woman started speaking French to me, mm-hmm. I'd be like, all right, it's mm-hmm. Italian or French, not German. That's a that's a crazy language. Yeah, yeah, yeah. German and Russian and like all those like Slavic languages. It's like very strong. I have a lot of Albanian friends. I'm like, yo, your language is crazy. Me bro. too. Yeah, yeah. I grew <laughs> up. And they start laughing. They start laughing. It's true. It's true. But um, yeah, that's so. You, have you been to Montreal? Yes. What do I, you like I applied better? to school there too. What well, do you like better, Paris or Montreal? No, Paris is nicer. I heard. A lot I, I don't want to give the French any credit, but right. it might be the most beautiful city in the world, Paris. You really? Uh, have you been to Paris? No, but I heard it's kind of crappy. It's like a little hood. Well, now, yeah, yeah now, I lived there yeah. in, in the nineties. Oh, well, when it was night, it yeah, was yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, I feel like there's a lot of hood places in Paris. Oh, absolutely. Now. Just yeah. like in Italy, same thing. Yeah, I mean, oh, oh, yeah. The yeah. slums. Uh, absolutely. Which Gomorrah shows? There was, they're gone now, though. They were getting rid of it. Yeah, yeah the, I think yeah. I think they're totally. Yeah. But they're gonna build another housing complex. Uh, Italians do that. They they love to to do things incorrectly and then wait fifty years to do it incorrectly again. It's such a disaster, man. Yeah. Like like those the sales they call them. You know, yeah. it's interesting that we're talking about. It. The reason why you know because social media has given a lot of followers to people, and every, you know everyone is big on something. And like a lot of people, are like oh, let me introduce you to Italy. When I what I talk about on social media is the real things about Italy, the good and the bad. And it's because I spent so many years of my life there in Italy, so. I'm I'm very happy about that because a lot of people will just copy and paste and be like, oh, I saw this on social media, and then they go to tell their followers this is what goes on. But you know, when I tell you something about Italy, it's from firsthand experience, whether it be good or bad. Yeah, no, um, it's 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 crazy. I mean, I just so owning a wine shop. Mm-hmm. Are you into any other businesses? Currently, yeah. No, my family has other businesses, but no, right now I'm just doing you. You just got the me wine and my brother. Yeah, we have the you wine and your brother. Yeah. Um, do you find is is it very profitable? Not anymore. Not anymore. Now, since the pandemic, many wine stores have seen their sales. They were they were very good at the height of the pandemic, but a lot of them have seen their sales uh, drop, and especially in certain areas. Uh, if you're talking about tourist areas, for sure, and if you're talking about residential areas, the residential areas more so because in this economy, with inflation being so high. And people obviously justifiably scared about spending money. The, the the guy who will come in and maybe buy, you know, three times a week and spend forty dollars a week. Right. Now he's coming in once a week and spending fifteen, twenty dollars. But I still have to stock everything. So you, it's very hard. It's not it's it's and, and eventually it's gonna be over this industry. Do you you think so? A hundred percent. It's gonna be a few of the bigger stores. You're gonna have to go online. It it, it won't be enough. No. no. So, do you actually think like these wine stores are killing your business online? Uh huh. Yeah. Well, only the big stores can can really do online. Like wine dot com or whatever. Yeah, like, stuff like, like that. Yeah. And uh, but is it the price difference really cheaper than go? Because you still got to pay for shipping, right? So is yeah, it really well, cheaper than going to your place? Well, it's amazing because a lot of a lot of times someone will be like, "Oh, ten dollars plus shipping, or fifteen dollars including shipping." These people will go for the ten dollars. Plus shipping, even though it'll end up being fifteen dollars. So people, right. it's also people's buying habits. They, they don't right. care. Same reason why they'll order food delivery and I spend forty dollars for, for salad. I know, I know. I yeah. hate, I hate paying for shipping. Like, let me tell you something. The other day, I actually had to order a small part for my car, mm-hmm. and it was thirty four dollars. And if you didn't have a thirty five dollar limit, it wasn't free. Oh god, yeah. Ten dollars yeah. for shipping. So I went on Amazon Prime. Thirty five dollars next day, free shipping. Yeah, yeah, I hate paying for shipping. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 uh it makes me angry. <laughs> Listen, I know FedEx and UPS have to eat yeah, too, yeah, but yeah, yeah. it's um so so yeah, I, I I encourage people like when I buy clothes, I want to go touch them and feel them. 100%. Uh, unless I like know 
my size or it's like a black t-shirt, which oh, yeah. I have about a hundred of them. I was buying online, but if I'm gonna like, go try jeans or sneakers, hundred percent. You way. know, I, I don't like doing that stuff online. Certain things I'll do, like you know, face shit and uh, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, cosmetics yeah. and whatever. Like that stuff I'll buy online. But um, you know, people really need to get back to uh, shopping small business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I I agree because it's especially when you take into consideration the place like our store where we really care about what we're doing. When we buy a wine, we try to meet. We usually meet the producers. We right. go visit them in their countries. They come to us. We have dinner right. together. Right. It's meaningful. We don't buy something that's ninety two points just because it's ninety two points and sell it. And a lot our our Italian culture has a lot to do with this. We're not this. Is, we're not just moving objects around. We really care about each per, each thing, um, and we know the stories behind them. Absolutely. Uh, so like that's what I'm saying. So someone like me who doesn't know about wine, mm -hmm. if I just go to a regular liquor store. I'm just like good luck. Literally, I, good I luck. asked the person like, "Give me a twenty dollar bottle of wine." I don't know if it's shitty. No, I don't know where no, it comes no, from. No. I don't know how it is. So I'd rather go to a shop like you, yeah, who you. is knowledgeable. Yeah. And I'm not gonna go on wine.com yeah. because I don't know about wine. So I'd rather go talk to someone in person thank and get you. education. But now I have a nice book. Yes, but, wine but made I was easy. I'm still gonna come to thank see you. you and 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 talk thank about you. wine. My, I'm gonna send my mom to your place. My mom's a big wine oh, aficionado. I bought her a wine cooler for Christmas. Oh, she, great! She goes to Napa. She gets it oh, shipped beautiful. from Napa. Comes in the nice wood crates. You know, yeah, it's nice. Yeah, big wine person. My mother. I'm a big wine. It's my kryptonite. Yeah. I wish I you don't wish. drink. Do you always drink wine, or you you? you yeah, just... I had to stop. I'm seeing a nutritionist now, so I have to stop. But, but that's I mean, the only like liquor you would drink. Yeah, once in a while, I like grappa. Not liquor, but wine. I like yeah. rum. I like whiskey, but maybe like five, six times a year, I'll have that. Yeah, and like, you don't get sick of wine. No wine, I can. I can it's like I want it as an IV, you know. It's my it's my favorite thing. That's red wine, but it's my favorite thing in the world. I, 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 you see, I'm a red guy. Yeah. I'm not. I don't like white. It's too like I don't. know, I can't explain it. Really, I don't know. Like, I had yeah, my name. My my neighbor who's a who's a friend of mine. He says the same thing. He just I and I gave him a really good white. I was yeah. like, let me see if you. He's like, I'm sorry, I don't like it. For, for a guy like me that doesn't like white, what would you suggest? Like a well, a well, start of white. Well, it depends. Uh, you can have it with food. Now, white usually does very well with seafood, but you don't eat seafood, so that... Yeah, that, I know, that's... that's right. And so red will, is for steak, right? And meat and whatever. Generally, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. the first thing I would do is, was, was uh, you know, do you usually have wine with food? Do I have wine with food? Only if there's not... Like, if I go to my mother's house, she always has wine, so, like, right. I'll, I'll do wine, or, like, if I'm at, like, a really fancy Italian restaurant, I'll do wine. I'm not going to order, like, a vodka club, like, mm -hmm. a, like a bum, you know? But, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, I'll do red. Yeah. Even, even if I ate seafood, I still think I would do red because I just... Well, if, by, by the way, if you were to do red with seafood, you could do these few options. A, you could do rosé, which I'll get to right, in a second. Rose, okay. B or two for red for seafood, you can either try Pinot Noir, okay, uh, Schiava, Schiava. Those are from Italy. Mm -hmm. uh, that one's from Italy. Or you can try uh, Etna Rosso, which is uh, from Sicily, okay. on the slopes of Etna. Okay. Or you can try uh, uh, Cerasola di Vittoria, which is also from Sicily. You can serve those slightly cool. Those actually go very well with with seafood, which are also seafood based. Cuisines in Sicily, or you can do, um, you know, something like a, 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 a Zweigelt from Austria, but something on the lighter mm. side. You you wouldn't want to do a Cabernet where you, a Cabernet right. is great for steak. Right. You wouldn't want to do that with with seafood. But you, yeah, you want like a heavy wine for a heavy meal, right? Right. Yeah. Right, you want right, you right. want to you want to match. You want a pair of weights, right, right. body weights. So do you think, without being biased, Italy 
yes. has the most wine yeah. ever and the best wine. Pretty well, much. well, quantitatively, that's just a fact. It's, right. I mean, I don't even know how to argue that. Yeah. Uh, in terms of, in I terms can't of, think of another country who makes like not not, a, not even close. Wine. Like a lot of right, times, right. I'm the first to talk about bad things about Italy, <laughs> and I add full disclosures because people right. people, oh, what do you mean Italy's the best? No, Italy's the worst in a lot of things, but right. when they're the best, they're the best. So quantitatively, if you were to make a list of foods and wines of Italy, whoever's in second place. It's, I mean, it's so lopsided. It's, right. not, even, it's not even funny. You so it would be France. Yeah, but it's 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 such a far second. Right, right, right. So, right. for instance, when you include when you include clones, not all not all those grape clones are made for wine. But when you include, there's over two thousand grape varieties in Italy. Oh Jesus, I didn't even know that. France is I don't know maybe a few hundred. Right, so it's right, not right. even it's close. It's not comparable. So right. Italy's just it's the, not even close. Now, if you want to talk mecca. about quality, no, then I would say Italy are neck and neck. But the but then then you have to include the variety of Italian wines, and 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 Italy would far blow away any other country. Does does um, besides like Napa? Yeah. Where do where does America produce wine? So, unfortunately, I go a little hard on California. The, the wine made easy is a little more opinionated. I think I'm stating the facts, but mm-hmm. let's just say it's. And I do go a little hard on, on California. California is my favorite state in the country. It's beautiful. However, some producers in California do go overboard in their style, and they make it very ostentatious, very mm-hmm. big and full and mm-hmm. fruity. And it's like you're drinking grape soda. Mm-hmm. Some don't. If you wanted to turn your attention to a, a state like Oregon, mm. they happen to be a little more mild, and they do very well with Pinot Noir. It's a little on the lighter side. I, only, I didn't even know Oregon makes wine. Oh, there it's, you go. It's incredible. So you learn something new every day. They have great day. volcanic soil. So does Washington State. Washington State does very well with Merlots, too. But um, Pinot Noir from Oregon is one of my favorite wines. So basically, kind of like the northwestern states are the wine yes, states, right? Yes, yeah. But you also have something like New Mexico. It's a great champagne from New Mexico. It's not champagne. Sparkling wine. From New Mexico, uh, New York has some pretty good ones, although there's some. Long Island has a couple. Yes, right, Long Island right. and the Hudson Valley—they're right, right. kind of expensive, though, huh. for what for what you get. Believe it or not, Ohio, but it's not that good generally. Um, but the best one would be California and Oregon. What's the perfect climate to do to make wine? Would you say? Well, like, it depends on the grapes. Uh, okay. But um. Not too hot, not too cold. Yeah, right. yeah, but definitely a little warmer is better. Right, like seventies, no humidity. Well, the humidity. I mean, some parts in Italy have humidity. Yeah. Um, especially in the south, you, you'll get you'll get a, like a misty haze. Mm. This is what I'm talking about. Like I, I know so many things about right. Italy. It's well. crazy. Yeah, yeah. So no, this is what I'm saying. There's a lot of people who who will, who most people are very happy about my book, but some people in social media aren't happy because uh, well, you can't uh, please everybody. No, forget it. Because they want to be number one. I'm not doing this for me. I'm doing this for the culture. Right. So, so this is misty haze that that goes around the south of Italy, uh, from the humidity. But uh. Not necessarily humidity. Uh, you need some heat. Obviously, if it faces the south, the vineyards, and they're on a slope, they'll get more sunlight, mm. and you'll get full, better ripening for the grapes. But cool climate wines, like Germany, does very well with Riesling. For, you know, if, right. if you want to try white wines with a little sweetness, Rieslings, for you, might be a good stepping stone or entryway. Yeah, because uh, I'll tell you something. I went on, you know, when I go on dates, sometimes mm. to brunch, and I... And I the girl's like, oh, you want to try my rosé? I'm good on that. I'm not, really? not a rosé guy. Really? And it's always like, you know, what's the most common rosé that brunch places have probably? Brand or type? The brand. Oh, Whispering Angels. Yeah, 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 yeah like that, something that's a like huge that. One, which yeah. is actually a good one, too, even yeah. though it's... it's but, they, yeah, they, I mean, there's different styles of rosé, so maybe you didn't try the right style. So there's a light, lighter style. The So do you know how rosés are made? No. So funny enough, rosés can be made in two ways. One, you can blend white and red, as they do in champagne. It's only allowed there. Two, this you'll find this interesting because you're a red wine guy. Red, when you squeeze grape juice from a red grape, it's actually clear. 
Hmm. It only becomes red wine when it is in contact with the with the grape skins and the pulp. Right, and right, right, right. When so when you leave it for say a day or two, it becomes rosé wine. When you leave it further, it becomes red wine. Mm, so, so so it's basically like not rosé is like a not fully developed red wine. Red. Yeah, yeah. It's like a compromise between white and red, and you serve it chilled. So it depends. If you get a, a, some of the rosés from southern Italy, they can be a little more bold in color and in flavor. Mm. Perhaps you might like those more. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you a question. Mm-hmm. When you see someone put an ice cube in wine, does that make you angry? Well, here's the thing. It depends what type of wine. If you're, if you, if you're doing a Brunello di Montalcino in Tuscany, they don't want the Russian billionaires eat, drinking their wine right. because they put ice cubes right, in it. Right. And they're like, they, they don't want to sell them the wine. Right, right. Uh, it depends with the wine. If you have a homemade wine or something kind of rustic that's not meant to be taken too seriously, go ahead, put the ice cubes in. It's actually enjoyable. Um, you can and, and do it with peaches. Uh, stuff like that. But if you have like a serious wine, that no, I would not do the ice cubes. Like a three hundred bottle of wine would not put without putting ice cubes in there. No. No. Interesting. Yeah. Although there's ice cubes that don't melt. So if the wine is slightly on the warmer side and you want to bring it to a cooler temperature, you could do that. But you, th- that's like if you're in a bind or something. Listen, this like forty five minutes I learned uh oh, thank you. A lot of well, wine. Well, you can uh, learn about wine made easy by Gianluca Rotura in one of my books. Wine made easy. Right yeah, you can go on Amazon, Barnes and Nobles. Amazon, Barnes and Nobles. Where do we find your shop? Where do we find uh, you? Give uh, me the plugs. Manhattan's Upper East Side, East 74th Street and First Avenue. In Vino Veritas. John Luca. Thank you so much. Appreciate you coming on, and I know you have to get to work now. So yeah, and also there's another book, Ma. What are you cooking? We didn't get to oh, talk yeah. about yeah, the food. Yeah, oh, that's right. We, there's let me. Uh, if you gotta go, I don't have to go up. now. If you want to talk about my uh, you, uh, you know, get this Ma. This what, is a what food guide and cookbook. It's yeah. many, many hundreds of pages. Totally different style and approach to wine made easy. It's got about 120 recipes, and it's got a food guide to every food you need. All the vegetables. 30 pages just on olive oil. You can be an olive oil master just by learning my book, reading my book. Um, Learn about salt, about vinegar, about water. I have a whole section just on water. You see, this, this is this guy knows what he's doing. Go to his shop, buy this, buy wine. Don't buy wine online. Just yeah. Don't do it. You need to go be get knowledge of wine. Yes, and so. what I know, my my brother and staff knows just as well. So there you go. All right. Well, thank you so much. We'll see you next week.